0: Remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbank.
1: This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river.
0: I remember the moment. This local guy came up to me and said, they called the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey,
2: it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster.
0: It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're
2: talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods.
0: You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We're
3: responsible for protecting and monitoring this sensitive wetland.
0: I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the Guard up. Learn
4: more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station.
5: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe,
4: 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888 993 7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle.
2: Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. John Tabor live at the Sports Talk at 97.7 studio here in Ruston, Louisiana. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or text line, 888 7762 BC flying solo on this Thursday night, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Little well, off schedule this week with Lady Texters hosting Jarvis Christian Tuesday night bumped us to Thursday, but we are on the air nonetheless. A lot to get into tonight, of course. Uh, Louisiana Tech goes on the road last week, dropped their fifth consecutive game, fifty-two thirty-eight to UAB. Uh, at this point, at this point, five consecutive losses, of course. For the first time since twenty thirteen, it is now official uh, that Louisiana Tech will not play in a bowl game. I am sure By Week Beck uh, is salivating over that thought. He couldn't stand to have to watch another bowl game around Christmas time. So, he so, did- so
3: you are saying he never was down with being Bowl Week Beck?
2: Never. He's past maybe twenty fourteen tapes, maybe twenty fifteen. You get him to the modern age of twenty twenty one, and uh. He's a true millennial. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Hey, the, the kid, the guy, the man, whatever you want to call it by. A week Beck, he kills a seven-point last week. And he's like, what Monster. It was a big one. Give him a lot of credit. Um, he says, you know what? I'm going to kill a ten-point this week. And it's like, Beck, you don't have any room in the freezer for that one anyways. I bet he's got room on, room on the wall, though. That he does. And I would bet that uh, Mrs. Co-Host BTB is saying, uh, Beck, put that out in the carport, because I don't have time for it to be... So Mrs. Biweek would not be on board? No. She doesn't want that hanging in her living room. Neither does Mrs. BTB. Why do you think BC's sitting here mean, on a third? I don't night? think Mrs. BTB's got to worry. I, I don't think she does either. I think, oh, uh, host BC will... Uh, Actually, a a busy week for me, believe it or not. Uh, My oldest daughter turned five yesterday. Uh, She was jacked up throughout the day. I think she's kind of hit that, uh, she's hit the wall, so to speak, on this Thursday night. Uh, Came home from school this afternoon and uh, she had had enough of this week. Uh, Looking to get her some sleep tonight. Maybe uh, she'll sleep till 6.30 tomorrow, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. Uh, We also got the old birthday party on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I mentioned it this morning on the Edge. Probably going to have 50, 60 people at the Carlisle household to celebrate Barbies. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a plethora of new Barbies. Not that we don't need any. I mean, we only got 50 or 60 already. Uh, But, uh, busy week for BC. Youngest daughter turns three next Friday. So, uh, we are in birthday celebration mode here in the middle of November, as we gear up for Thanksgiving and Christmas right around the corner, um, we're we're already we're already remembering that we saw Santa come into the house last year. It it's it, it never ends. Tapes always always looking forward to the next holiday. So
3: it, it, does Santa need to be more stealth like, or does he just need to keep going down the
2: road this year? Needs to be more discreet. And uh, that's what Santa will try to do this year. So, talking getting back to Louisiana Tech, obviously, Louisiana Tech falls 52-38 at UAB. Bulldogs now 2-7 and seven overall, 1-4 in conference play. And we'll get into a full breakdown uh, of this game in the next segment. I guess the real big thing that sticks out to you if you're a Louisiana Tech fan uh, J.D. Head gets his first start, first career start in that game, of course, the second-year freshman at Apparel in Texas. Finishes 20 of 35, 196 yards, two touchdowns. Also had one touchdown on the ground. I thought he played pretty well, all things considered. Anytime you score 38 points on the road... Uh, I think you have to be pretty satisfied with your offensive output. And really, and I've said it numerous times throughout the week, you score 38 points, and you could say 31 points in non-mop-up time. you got to win the football game. I, I don't care if you're playing UAB. I don't care if you're playing UTSA. Heck, I don't care if you're playing Mississippi State. With a backup quarterback, you have to win that football game. But on the opposite side of the football, major issues for Louisiana Tech, 21 missed tackles. 16 of those missed tackles come from linebackers and defensive backs. I thought Skip Holtz said it perfectly in his press conference. Uh, You miss a tackle on the defensive line, it's a five-yard gain. You miss a tackle at the linebacker level, it's a first down. You miss a tackle at defensive back, it's a house call. And Dwayne McBride made four house calls on Saturday for UAB As the Blazer running back went for 210 yards, four touchdowns on just 14 carries. For the afternoon, UAB had 295 yards on the ground, averaging eight yards per carry. They were easily, easily able to overcome 12 penalties for 129 yards. in that one, I believe there were six personal fouls called on UAB in this game as well. Looking ahead to this week, Bulldogs return home. Uh, this will be their first home game since the UTSA game, in which the Bulldogs lost 45-16. They will host Charlotte. That's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff Saturday afternoon. Uh, believe it's Military Appreciation Day. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, extend our thank yous to all the veterans in our listening audience. We certainly thank you for your service on this Veterans Day. Uh, you included John Tabor. I know you served in the Navy. Thank you, sir. Um like I said, 2.30 p.m. kickoff against Charlotte on Stadium. Bulldogs are a seven-point favorite. How about that, Ted? We're going to talk about it later in the show. Should Tech be a seven-point favorite over anyone at this point in the season? Oh. A simple no would suffice. No. I, I Listen, I understand. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. Of course, Austin Kendall trying to work his way back from injury. I know Holtz mentioned on Tuesday uh, They're going to try to get him out on the practice field this week. Possibly J.D. Head in there. Uh, of course, Aaron Allen competing for snaps as well. So uh, it'll be one of those three guys uh, starting at the quarterback position for the Bulldogs against the 49ers. Uh, that's a Charlotte team that's 5-4 overall, coming off a 31-24 overtime victory over Rice looking to get Two six wins, which would essentially clinch a bowl berth for the second time in school history. So, you know, Will Healy's squad will be jacked up and ready to play on Saturday. Shifting elsewhere, Duncan Dogs open their 2021-2022 season at Alabama Tuesday night. Uh, to put it nicely, it wasn't pretty. 93-64. Uh, I believe Tech was an 11.5-point underdog entering this game. Uh, Alabama is a really good basketball team. I know they're ranked 14th in the preseason. They shoot 50 percent from the field, knock down 13 three pointers. Uh, I was really impressed with Quinterly, the freshman Davison, Jaden Shackelford in that back in that backcourt. Nate Oates has done a tremendous job with that Alabama program. I think it's pretty easy to understand why the Crimson Tide finished fifth nationally a season ago after making it to the Sweet 16. Of course, they won the SEC. Uh, a year ago, and they will certainly be at the top of the SEC once again this year. Uh, From Louisiana Tech's perspective, I thought Keaston Willis, the incarnate word transfer, performed admirably 16 points off the bench to lead Tech. Isaiah Crawford added 15 points and 7 rebounds. Kenneth Lofton Jr. uh, actually exited the game early due to some cramps. Uh, I believe he had 13 points, 9 rebounds for Tech. Uh, in only 20 minutes of play, he played really well uh, underneath, like we've grown accustomed to uh, over the first what year and one game of his career, and uh, he'll be looking to improve on that performance. Lady Texters also open up their 2021-2022 season this past Tuesday night at home against Jarvis Christian. Lady Texters pick up a 103-53 win over Jarvis Christian as Brookstore squad. Uh, gets to 1 0. Kiana Walker led the way for the Lady Texters with 26 points and only 21 minutes of play. Uh, she'll be the go to scorer for the Texters this year. I know uh, a lot of folks were impressed with the play of Amaya Brandon, uh, a freshman out of Texas, 11 points, 4 rebounds in her debut. Uh, Analar Robertson, of course, from Cedar Creek uh, in her third year at the program, 14 points, 6 rebounds in only 17 minutes. Uh, I believe in all five Lady Texters scored in double figures in that one. Looking ahead to tomorrow night, or I guess tomorrow morning, the Lady Texters will be back at home uh, hosting Central Baptist College. It's an 11 a.m. tip inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Lady Texters uh, looking to get to 2-0. and 0. Uh, the Central Baptist College, believes believe it's a university with about 800 students. So I would imagine... The Lady Texas will cruise in that one. Duncan Dogs at home tomorrow night. That's a 6:30 p.m. tip-off inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Uh, the 40th year that basketball has been played inside the TAC. Uh, that game will also be on ESPN Plus. Jackson State. I was looking at some of their numbers. Finished 13 and 6 a season ago. Went 12 and 0 in SWAC play. Uh, Tech did beat them 85-58 last year in the TAC. So. Uh, I would imagine Tech will be pretty big favorites in this one as the Bulldogs look to get into the win column for the first time this year. Elsewhere, more Conference USA news coming out yesterday. Uh, we've heard the rumblings over the last week or so that Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee were looking potentially to make the move to the MAC. Yesterday, I believe Brett McMurphy reports with the Action Network. Middle Tennessee says they're staying put later in the evening. The MAC decides, or they announce that they will not be pursuing Western Kentucky as well. They will stay at twelve football members in the MAC. What does this mean for Conference USA going forward? We'll discuss this more at six thirty. But um, I guess really now you look at how things have worked out. Uh, the five schools that will stay in the league: Louisiana Tech, Florida International, UTEP, Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee. And then, of course, you've added four programs in New Mexico State, Liberty, Sam Houston State, and Jacksonville State. So the conference currently sits at nine members. Uh, Big shout out to Judy McLeod. I know she's not working right now. Uh, She actually clocked out earlier today around 3.30. Figured she wasn't going to get any overtime if she went over 40 hours this week. Uh, She's Slowly but surely putting Conference USA back together piece by piece uh, with nine members currently in the league. Uh, I think it'll be interesting going forward to see what Conference USA's next move is. If there is a next move, uh, I don't think it would be all that surprising if the league stuck with nine members. Of course, you could play a little round robin when it comes to football. Eight conference games, uh, which is what Conference USA is playing right now. You could play your... Uh, normal home-and-home and home basketball as well. I think it would uh, certainly make sense on paper. Uh, if you wanted to look to add a 10th school, uh, I'm sure that's feasible as well. Of course, we'll discuss uh, who who conference USA, what program, what school, what university the league could potentially target if it wanted to try to go to 10, maybe 11, 12 schools if necessary. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We'll touch more on this Louisiana Tech 52-38 loss to UAB. Bulldogs now 2-7 overall, 1-4 in Conference USA play. Just as a reminder tonight, just a one-hour show uh, as we get set for Louisiana Tech in Charlotte Saturday afternoon. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk (laughs) 97.7.
0: This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Remember FDIC, equal housing lender
4: courtesy a great place to buy a car welcome to the courtesy automotive family where you'll find seven of the leading brands chevrolet buick gmc chrysler jeep dodge and ram two pre-owned lots local qualified service departments you can rely on you can shop 24 7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven
5: brands plus pre-owns welcome to
4: the courtesy automotive family rustin
5: Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe visit WalpoleTire.com.
6: This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. <laughs>
4: you got to love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
2: Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or text on 888-993-7762. Louisiana Tech falls on the road at UAB 5238. Uh, I think we got a good indication of how this game might go right out of the chute. Opening kickoff at, well, I guess not opening kickoff. Louisiana Tech's first possession trailing 7-0. Uh, I thought it's quite interesting. Bub Means return man for the Bulldogs. Kickoff didn't necessarily go where I guess Louisiana Tech was hoping it would go, and Means just ducks out of bounds at the 11-yard line without being touched, and I think you kind of got an understanding uh, of where Tech's mindset might be, in a sense. Uh, I think it, it turned out to be more on the defensive side of the ball more than the offensive side of the ball. But, you know, Louisiana Tech led in this game at 1.21-7. to I thought the game really changed from a momentum standpoint on a fourth and four. UAB had the ball near midfield. Uh, and we saw it for the second time this year. They run a fake punt, they execute it, they score later in the drive. Following possession, Tech holds them again. Smoke Harris muffs the punt. Uh, UAB ends up taking a 24-21 lead into the half, and really from that third quarter on, Tech had so many issues stopping the run. Uh, I think Holtz mentioned Tuesday in his press conference, You know, 295 yards on the ground, 8, car- eight yards a carry for the Blazers, they only had five carries for first for five yards in that first quarter. I mean, it wasn't a lackadaisical effort throughout the game, especially early on. Uh, but when McBride got to toting that rock, it became really difficult. Uh, or I say really difficult. Tech wasn't hitting them. I, I mean, they weren't. They were trying to throw shoulders. They were trying to arm tackle. You're not arm tackling Dwayne McBride at uh, around six foot, two hundred twenty pounds for the Blazers, and he makes you pay with two hundred ten yards and four touchdowns. Um, Back to the offensive side of the ball. J.D. Head, I mentioned in the previous segment, making his first career start. Goes 20 of 35, 196 yards, two touchdowns. Also had one fourth-quarter TD run. I I thought he played really well. He's a kid that, personally, uh, speaking for myself, I've really wanted to see him in a game environment for a full four-quarters and there's there's something about him. Of course, 196 yards, two touchdowns doesn't necessarily jump off the page at you. But when you look at some of the intangibles, some of the way he carries himself throughout a game, I think that you can see he has a little bit of that it factor. Uh, going back to the press conference on Tuesday, Holt said that leading up to the game, obviously Louisiana Techs had, uh, numerous struggles up front on the offensive line. But Byron Rossell, the left tackle, was out in this one. And, and so you could understand why Louisiana Tech wanted to protect their freshman quarterback. Holt said that Head came to him before the opening kickoff was like, Coach, quit worrying about the offensive line. I'll take care of them. I, I can I can handle this. And Holt said, you know, whether he can do it or not, he's the type of kid, as a coach, that you start believing some of what he's saying regardless of how outlandish it might seem at times. And I think you could see that confidence throughout the duration of the game. And you look at what Tech did offensively. You know, they also rushed the ball. If you exclude sacks 41 times for 170 yards, easily the best rushing output of the season for Tech. Marcus Williams had 18 carries, 81 yards, one touchdown. Keon Henry Brooks had 12 carries for 47 yards. Greg Gardner had seven carries for 19 yards and a touchdown. The biggest difference for me in the rushing attack in this game from all previous eight games, the variety. Louisiana Tech used Jaron Gilbert, freshman offensive lineman, as an extra offensive lineman. They even went two tight ends at times. Uh, There was some downhill stuff. There was some off tackle. There was some getting to the edge. There we even saw some I formation with Greg Garner at fullback. I think he had three carries from the fullback position. We saw more variety in the run game. And it really makes you wonder. Of course, game nine when you're two and six, you can make the argument it's too little too late. And it, it is. It is. There's no doubt about it. But to see more variety in the run game, to see the success that came from that more more variety, has to give you hope that in some sense this offensive line is starting to gel, which nine games is far too long. But there's a lot of different pieces that are new to this offense, including the offensive line coach, Dave You uh, You know, Chris Fournier shifts over from right tackle to left tackle, Plays a much better football game. He had played left tackle at Lehigh throughout most of his career. Thought he looked much more comfortable. I'd expect to see him at left tackle uh, again this Saturday against Charlotte. But to run the football, I, I like I said, I know you're trying to protect your quarterback, protect your freshman quarterback, not force him to get into too much of a drop back game. But if you're running that kind, if you're running the football with that type of success. It's going to allow any quarterback that's back there to have more success in the passing game. Smoke Harris had a big game, nine catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. He's really come on in the last three weeks with 23 catches over his last three games, nearly eight catches per game, Uh, currently leads the Bulldogs with 53 catches. So uh, it's been kind of nice to see him start to emerge uh, as really that go-to type guy at receiver To the defensive side of the ball, and I I said we would get here. Um, I I got a multitude of issues with this defense. First off, you look at some of the stats on paper. Eight tackles for loss. You also had four sacks in the game. Good, great, wonderful. That's fine. Uh, Giving up 52 points, giving up 295 yards on the ground. Let's be blunt here for a second. I'm not sure Dylan Hopkins, the UAB quarterback, could start at 10 other schools in the country. He's not good. He's just not very good. He finished 12 of 19, 182 yards in an interception. In this one, the interception uh, was one of the most poorly thrown passes you'll see in a Division I football game. 21 missed tackles, 16 of those coming from linebackers and safeties. couple things. I think at times David Blackwell's defense gets the play call too late. It doesn't allow them... It doesn't allow them to play fast. They don't have enough, under, enough time to understand their assignment on a particular play and in turn get called out of position, give up big plays. Secondly, the tackling was atrocious. It was embarrassing and there's nothing you can say about it. There's no other way to put it. It was embarrassing. We could go down the list of names could probably find 10 or 11 guys on the Tech defense that had missed tackles. It was embarrassing. At some point, and I know you're 2-6 and six entering this game. I know you've lost four straight games. I know you hadn't won a game since September when you beat North Texas. But I don't care. Trey Baldwin said it perfectly on Tuesday. What you put on film is your ID when it comes to being a football player. What 10 or 11 of those guys put on film on Saturday deserves to put them in house arrest. Because that was embarrassing. I don't care if you're 2-6. and six, I don't care if you're now 2-7. and seven. It's not easy to be a player in that locker room. It's not easy to be a coach in that locker room. It's not easy to be a fan of this football team. The least you can do is play with effort. The least you can do. Play hard. You don't know when it could be your last game. Could have been last Saturday, for all we know. You have to have more pride in who you are as a football player to not let that type of defensive performance happen, this defense has been a mystery throughout the year. Throughout the year, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you could say they've grown all that much. Ah, BC, that that sounds really, really harsh. Well, let me let me let you tune in for a second. Go back to the season opener with Mississippi State. Play well for two and a half quarters. Give up 21 points, I believe, in the final 12 minutes of that one, to lose 35-34. Give up 598 yards in a win over Southeastern in Week 2. You give up 578 yards. It gets a good SMU team in Week 3. Lose on a Hail Mary. Uh, Listen, Hail Mary's a little bit of a fluke, but you also didn't execute. North Texas, you come back home. Play pretty well. I believe you allowed around 3.7 yards per play. You go to NC State. Play a really good football game for a half. Really good defensive football game for a half. Ultimately, second half, NC State scores 21 points. Really took advantage of you in the third quarter. End up allowing 5.4 yards per carry, 167 yards on the ground. UTEP, another one of those. I thought you... The first two drives of the game, you were terrible. The remainder three and a half quarters, you were really good. You give up three points over the final three quarters of the UTEP defeat. UTSA. Missed assignment on the second play of the game. Frank Harris doesn't get touched in the pocket for four quarters. Allow five yards per carry to sincere McCormick. In that UTSA rushing attack, you allow forty-five points. I know seven of it came on a pick-six. Fast forward to ODU, play a good football game for three quarters. Your freshman quarterback leads you in from the red zone in place of the starter Austin Kendall to a touchdown. You take a twenty-to-seventeen lead. All right, here we go. We're about we're about to put away. A team that hadn't won an FCS, FBS football game since 2018. Not so fast, my friends. You give up a 20-play drive that takes over 10 minutes to tie the game. And then, with 28 seconds remaining, you allow the go-ahead field goal. And then, of course, the dismal performance against UAB. I don't know what to make of this defense. I, I, you know, we come in here the last four weeks and we're like, you know what? Tech does a lot of things that aren't very good. Not a very good football team right now. And, and I think that's kind of the conclusion that I come to for the defense. And listen, I've defended these guys. I I thought they've played in spurts. They've played really good. You look at eight tackles for loss, four sacks, it's like, that's what you want, getting a team behind the chains. But then it's like, you give up 40-yard touchdown runs, untouched, off left tackle. Like, guys, it's a zone run, re- or it's a zone rushing attack. It's not anything that you hadn't seen. Do your job. Play with more passion defensively. Play with more energy. Play with more enthusiasm. I'm not that guy, but h- how many people wish they could be in your shoes And play college football. It's a dream. It's a dream to put on a jersey every Saturday in the fall. Act like it's a dream. Act like you're living a dream. Because I can't watch another defensive performance like I watched on Saturday. Can't do it. Had an opportunity in the fourth quarter to get a stop. And get a chance to go tie the football game. That didn't come close to happening. It didn't. Stay here next time out. We come back from the break. The new CUSA. Does the league stay at nine? Where does Judy go from here? you listen to Lead Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, Bulldog fans. This is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner, Jeff Robinson, has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal.
6: Go dogs!
7: Bienville Motors in Arcadia.
6: Hey, DQ fans. Craving the ultimate flavor experience will look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat-tastic perfection with our world-famous soft serve. Try our new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good.
4: Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
5: Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name-brand tires in the area to expert ASE-certified service, including brakes, tires, and front-end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com.
4: Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762.
2: Conference USA It's back at nine members. Judy just doing what Judy does. She's playing chess. We're playing checkers. Let's go right to the hotline. We got Will, the people. Will, how are we doing tonight?
1: Hey, B.C., uh, your, your your partner abandoned you, huh?
2: Shocker. Hunting season. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I have this feeling that uh, that Saturday is going to be a whole lot of people joining him could rather be than sl- being at that game. Could
2: be a real slim crowd. Yeah, uh, I, all, I suspect so. All kidding so.
3: aside, Will, what are you thinking? Nine, ten probably?
1: Um... You think that much, Taper? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say
3: eleven or twelve.
1: <laughs> look, look, I, I've 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 seen some lean years. I mean, you go back to the '90s and Well, it's always lean on in, the you know.
3: Thanksgiving. Yeah, every you know, school's out, everybody's gone home, and I get that, but usually,
2: if we it, could get it, nine it, or it, ten it, this weekend, I'd be happy.
1: Exactly. Oh, oh, if the, it, yeah. If the students were to come out given the game time, you you, you might have a little crowd. You might have some. Um, you might have some interest on that end and um you might have some people who are curious it um it's an up and down football team it is. i mean this goes back to to what you saw during big Nell's era when you had all those tough schedules and and skip really ran into a tough schedule this year and he i mean he um, he got some of what jack got years ago where you had years like 2002 or 2004 where you had really good teams who had uh, who had some great wins? I mean, there were some great wins in those years. Um, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, uh, the 2014 behind Ryan Moats had a big win over Fresno State, yeah. and they all had one thing in common: none of them had a winning record. Yeah. you know they they just had schedules that overwhelmed them, and that's what happened this year. SMU, for all practical purposes, is a um, you know you could you could call them a, a P5 team. I mean, they're a top 25 level team, a top 30 team. So you play three top 30 level football teams. Um NC State is a top fifteen team yep. and the schedule just overwhelm overwhelmed, overwhelmed that, that team this year. The um if instead of playing SMU this year, this would have been a good year to have a mid to lower level Mac team.
2: Yes. Bowling. Green.
1: Even if you had to you know, even if you had, even if you had to travel for it just to break up those P five opponents and um and they, they really could have used that. But um but realignment, it's an interesting week. With with uh, with middle, oh with Middle Tennessee staying, and and BC it comes down to this, and you you saw this a couple of weeks ago, all these leaks coming out about how Western Kentucky Middle Tennessee are 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 speaking to the you know they're they're in discussions with the MAC, and then it was discussions followed by, you know this is almost a done deal, yep. and then it was well the 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 presidents are going to vote on it because the ads are unanimous. Unanimously behind it, and then all of a sudden, there's there's quiet. About a week ago, now I think last Friday, all of a sudden, you didn't hear a thing, because all of that talk in the first place was half truths and just flat out lies. Yep. And manipulating social media, um, in a way that would uh, you know that would get a certain school to its goal, and uh, I, I give Western Kentucky credit. They wanted to try and, uh, you know, they wanted to try and get into the MAC, and they did everything they could. They got close to try and manipulate that process to get it, and they they came they came close. And, you know, they've got leadership. I mean, I'll say that right now. Their AD is um, has, has been at that game for a long, long time. Knows what he's doing, and he nearly got them to the finish line. Um, i' don't think it's, i don 't think it' was the right choice for them I, I still don't think it's the right choice for them they um to try and be in the Mac where I think your nursing home comparison is is a good one.
2: How about this though you, it, it, obviously it is the nurse, or i think it is the nursing home of college athletics once you go in, you never get out. but how about this? Western Kentucky only has thirteen players on its roster from north of kentucky i don 't understand the appeal from a football perspective in that manner.
1: Well, not only a football perspective, but Western Kentucky is, has really tried to put out a baseball. Yep. Um, uh, you know, uh, they've tried to be competitive in their Olympic sports. What do you do with your Olympic sports when instead of traveling to Florida and Louisiana and Texas, now you're traveling to Ohio, Michigan, and upstate New York? <laughs> it just it just makes no sense, and it um, I, I, it does go back to this fact, though. Is how the Sun Belt Conference, over time, over five, six, seven years, has manipulated the narrative to make it appear as if their TV deal is better, that their schools are more cohesive, that they have uh, that they're putting out a better product, that they are uh, that they're more stable. They drove that narrative for years and years, and Conference USA simply never responded. They never came out and said, you know, look, that's not really the case. Yeah, You know, we're, for the most part, really for the most part over the past seven, eight, nine years, Conference USA has had better football. It's really just the past couple of seasons that that you've had multiple Sunbelt teams emerge and, and it, you know, really have taken that mantle. Now I would argue this year, Conference USA has out a really good football product this year. Yes, But the Sunbelt has driven that narrative over and over again. And it's, it's had its impact on fan bases, and that certainly has had its impact on the schools themselves, and and um, they've driven the narrative. And Conference USA, I mean, Judy just never responded.
2: Shocker. And
1: I think you're yeah, right, right, yeah. Well, a Southern Miss fan put it best. You know, you're, we're not leaving the conference because we don't want to play uh, Louisiana Tech, or you know, we don't want to pl- we don't want to play any of these schools. We're leaving the conf uh, the conference because of incompetence and a complete total and utter lack of leadership.
2: And you can't blame and that's really that aspect.
1: No, 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 you know, you can't you can't at all. Now I I'll say this though too, we we're talking about Middle Tennessee. Uh their A D who's an accountant? I mean let's you know he's a he's he's a um he's a bean counter, financial services guy, Chris Macero, was on SiriusXM XM yesterday and he said really the difference between the two schools and I don't I don't think he meant for it to come out this way. But he said, "You know, Western Kentucky—they're more of a cultural fit for the MAC, whereas maybe maybe we're not." And if you read between the lines, it was we're woke suburban Nashville, and they're <laughs> <laughs> they're they're you know they're the hilltoppers. Yes. You could say something else, but but um, but maybe they're more of a cultural fit for the MAC. And the truth is that. I, I, I mean, I agree with you. Where are they going to recruit? Where is Western Kentucky going to recruit, especially for its Olympic sports, when they have spent the past twenty-five years recruiting the South for those yeah. for those uh, for those teams? And um, it just—I mean—they really want to play Tuesday, Wednesday football for the next two decades. They don't. I trust just me. no, no, no. I, I just think it's it's a losing proposition.
2: Let me ask you this before we let you go. Do you think Conference USA would be wise to stay at 9? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do. And we've seen this happen, and, and this is what's going to happen to the Sun Belt. You go to 14 or 16, and you are inevitably going to have three, four, or five teams that struggle on the bottom end. Yep. It, 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 I mean, we, you know, we've seen, it, we've seen it in our own league that, that whoever's at the bottom Is going to have a tough time getting out. Yeah, and you know we've and it just whereas if you stay at nine, you stay at a core group of schools, and you insist that those schools invest, you insist that those schools, um, you know, continue to move forward. You insist that those schools schedule appropriately in sports like baseball and basketball, then you can have a, a multi bid baseball league. You can have a basketball league where where your top team. Uh, maybe if it doesn't win the conference tournament, where you know you're in you're in contention for a um, for an at-large bid, if you stay small, you have that advantage. It's the advantage the Sun Belt had for, <laughs> for all these years, yes. and they just gave it away. They just plain gave it away, and um, and it was uh, it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out over the future. But if you go way back in tech history, and I say way back, you go thirty years back. When Tech founded the, um, the, you know, the American South was a basketball league. It was a non-football league that we played in for a few years before it merged with the Sun Belt. And we had a small league. It was six schools, and then it was seven schools when the when the NCAA allowed those numbers. And everybody had to schedule to a certain degree. Everybody had to um, had to stay strong and invest. And Tech got an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament, and only the what, the second, third year of the league? Yeah, it, was if it was actually yeah. it was the second year of the league, and, it was, and that was the principle behind it. And that could be the new Conference USA if they push for it. Now, as far as Tech is concerned, you know, and I've said this, and I think this is becoming more and more clear, if there's an opening, I think there's a very good chance Tech fills that opening in the American, if there's an opening. And, and it, you know, and Ben, I, I, I can tell you right now, and I mean, I'll ask the question: Do you think SMU is not ever going to play a in a conference with North Texas? Not a chance. The only way they allowed North Texas, to, uh, to, you know, to gain admittance into the American and, and you know to receive that call was the fact that they're never going to be in that league together. Yep. If they're not in the Big Twelve in two years, three years, I'll be shocked. They're headed for the Mountain yeah. West.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent. Good stuff, Will. Yeah. We got to get to a timeout. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Take it easy, Ben. Well, the people joining us this evening on the hotline. And listen, I, I think that we're going to find out a whole lot about these conferences that do go to 14-16 members. I don't think it's a big deal for the SEC, the Big Ten. like they, they can make it work. But like you said, Conference USA's undoing was the fact that the league had so many just awful teams at the bottom in, in different years. Whether it was Rice or UTEP or FIU. Uh, like it is right now, those programs are hard to overcome from a perception standpoint. It'll be interesting to see how both the AAC and the Sun Belt adapt to having that many teams in their league. And on the flip side of that, can Conference USA continue to build towards a smaller, you know, with a smaller league but a more competitive league uh, that maybe gets some more national recognition? Let's go ahead, and take our next timeout. We come back. We'll wrap it up. We'll put a bow on it. Louisiana Tech, Charlotte, 2.30 p.m. Kickoff Saturday afternoon. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
0: This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for National.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lenders.
5: Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit walpoletire.com.
6: Your wait is finally over. Football season has finally arrived, and your home for all the action is right here on Sports Talk 97.7. Monday through Friday, get that morning commute going with B.C. Kramer and the one and only, thank goodness, Puffy with the edge from 7 to 9 a.m. Every afternoon, it's the show that's often imitated, never duplicated, Northeast Louisiana's longest-running daily sports talk show, The Sports Company, taking you home from 3 to 6 p.m. On Saturday morning, grab that cup of coffee and get ready for the day in college football with the Nick Brown Show from 8 to 10. On Saturday mornings from 10 to 11, the tradition continues as we go into year 16 of the High School Football Rewind, where we recap all of the great Friday night prep action. Then on Saturday afternoons, three hours before kickoff, live from Two Dudes Brewing Q, it's our local LSU pregame show, Tiger Talk. Listen for yourself and find out why nobody does football like Sports Talk.
4: You gotta love it. Tech sports that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888 993 7762
2: Final segment of the show as we put a bow on it. Jason Jones jumping in real quick as we uh, as he looks to get tech back on track.
7: Yeah, I'm trying to think if I'm gonna fill in for Beck here, I've got a how would Beck pick this game? Oh, I can tell you how Beck would pick at this point. Yeah, I think I got a good idea. We'll he see. would pick
2: as boring as possible. Um, could he get a
7: Mountain Dew from the press box at halftime? And Hey, at least that's the one saving grace of the Pepsi contract. Is Mountain n- Dew. There's no Dr. Pepper, but uh, you know, the first year that I got up there in the new press box, they did sneak some Dr. Peppers in yes, there. Yes, they did. But in the concession stand... At least you can get Mountain Dew.
2: Yes, there is no doubt about that. So, Louisiana Tech hosting Charlotte, 2.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, I guess the last Saturday home game of the year, of course. Next weekend, Tech will host Southern Miss on Friday night. That will be a 7 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network, I believe. And, Jason, I was joking with Taves earlier. Tech's a seven-point favorite over Charlotte. Like, how is Tech a seven-point favorite over anyone? And, And, like, that's not taking a shot at them, but, like, how are they a seven-point favorite at this point in the year?
7: Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that, you know, after three or four weeks when you're like, well, Tex got yeah. these close losses against good teams. But now, the missed 21 tackles, and like you said, the first quarter, they held them rushing the ball. Yeah. I think it's just, at this point, it's effort, it's toughness, it's are they tuning the coaches out at this point? Are they ready for the season to be over? And so, are they going to show up Saturday with – You know, with their back stiffened, are they going to play like that again? And the one thing that
2: I go back to, and it's one of those things where you'll never know because there's not a metric you can draw to, but the toll that those losses took early in the year. The 35-34 Mississippi State, I don't think that one was as big of a blow as the SMU. I, I think that was wind out of the sails. You know, you beat North Texas, but at the same time, you're back home. Home or conference opener. You had two backup quarterbacks playing, so you kind of had a little more pep in your step. You know, you had to play better individually, but man, it, it just feels like those. You know, if you win the SMU game, I think you can make the argument. You might be what five and four
7: right now. Well, and and that's what makes the whole first half of the season so frustrating. Yes. You kept hearing the comments like, "Hey, this is kind of our preseason. Mm. The real season is going to be conference." No. Try to win every Can't game. Be the mindset. Try to win every game. Do you think UTSA was doing that when they were playing Illinois and Memphis? They wanted to win. Yeah. And they did. And now they're undefeated and they're in the spot that tech wants to be in. And yeah. so yeah, I think you gotta get used to winning, you gotta learn how to win, and every game's important. You only get twelve of them.
2: Uh, and too, when you lose some of those games like
7: that, you talk about
2: learning how to win. I think as a it's normal for even us as grown adults, like we get the feeling in the stands of, oh, no, here we go again. I mean, you know 18- to 22-year-old kids are like, man, well, we lost this game. We lost that game. Like, here it goes again. Versus you should have the opposite mindset of, no, I'm about to go win this football game. Whether I'm the safety, the quarterback, or the running man, I'm going to be the one that makes the play. And there's just doesn't feel like there's that one guy. And I think Austin Kendall had that in him in a sense. But I also think that, yes, Austin Kendall's been on the field for seven games this year. I would bet in five of the seven, he was nothing more than what 70
7: percent. Yeah, he's out there gutting it out. And I mean, to can the highest he's not degree. Healthy. Yeah, and the previous caller, Will of the People. I mean, he was talking about the Big Dale days. They would play, and say you oh, can. They play
2: four money games.
7: Yeah, A and M, Auburn, Miami, one year, or Tennessee and Florida. At least four. Yeah, and you'd get their brains beat in. Yeah, you'd get one upset win every now and then, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, whoever, and then you get into the whack. And then you're having to travel to Idaho. And I remember one year, I think it was Dooley's first yeah, or I second remember, year. I know where you're going. Go to Idaho and Utah State, lose by one or two to bad teams. But yep. the travel, you've been at beat least, up all year. At least the
3: big boys, you're getting paid. Yeah. yeah.
7: yeah. And so this year, yeah, you had the two of the big boys, State and, and NC State. And then SMU's a semi-big boy, but you had him at home. Man, just not it, just it, the close losses, but just the, the fact that, that now – where's that sense of urgency? You come back to UTEP and you had the bye week and you're like, okay, they're going to get it all just together came out flat as heck. Another bye week. Just it's like, what happened the last two weeks?
2: And I do think, you know, you, you, we mentioned the, the close losses as being hard to come back from, but this season really turned coming out of that bye week. I yeah, mean, it's been, they night haven't day. been close. You know, you lose on the last play against NC state. Like you might not complete that. You might not score. Even if you call the timeout, But, coming out of the bye week, I mean, it's been a completely different football team. I mean, I I think I've heard it mentioned, you know, you play Mississippi State and SMU and NC State now – Oh, I think they're beating you by three, or four touchdowns now. Oh yeah. I mean, you're not close to the same team that you were back then.
7: But if you played Old Dominion in week one or two, you'd probably blow them out. Them.
2: Exactly. It's. I guess that's why college athletics and and really I guess all sports, either college or pro, are so intriguing. You just never know what you're going to get on a given day.
7: Yeah, I mean, there's you've got the unknown factor, but you've got talent, you've got health, you've got coaching, you've got fans, and then sometimes it's just luck. Yep. And
2: And Tech didn't have that luck go their way. All right, Taves, let's get to our picks for this one. Of course, Louisiana Tech, seven-point favorite, over-under, set at 57. Uh, Real quick on the 49ers, Chris Reynolds will make his 33rd career start at quarterback, former walk-on, completing 67% of his throws, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions. Grant DeBose, uh, go-to guy at receiver, 43 catches, 620 yards, five touchdowns. Be interesting to see how Tech matches up with him. Defensive side of the ball, uh, it's pretty blunt. They're, Charlotte's not very good defensively. They allow 205 yards per game on the ground. Uh, we saw Tech run it effectively against UAB last week. I think that's a big key coming into this week. You know, can you give Marcus Williams, Keon Henry, Brooks 30, 35 combined carries and rush for 170, maybe 200 yards?
7: And can we see some swing passes from yep. out of the backfield? Let's get mix them it involved. up. Get them, get them, get the ball in their hands.
2: All right, Taves, what you got?
3: Uh 27-23, Charlotte.
7: Taves, Negative, Nancy. All right, I'm channeling my inner Beck here. I'm going – T- Taves almost had the same number I did. I'm coming up with 27-17, Charlotte. I'm going with Tech on the flip side. I, I don't know why. This is probably not a wise
2: pick from BC. But I'm taking Tech 26, Charlotte 22. Don't ask me how they get to 26. Don't ask me how they get to 22, because I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it, too. So, been a fun show tonight. Of course, want to thank Will, the people, for joining us on the Hotline. Jason, appreciate you coming in here for the last segment, talking a little bit of Louisiana Tech football. Uh, Like we mentioned, Louisiana Tech, Charlotte, 2.30 p.m., kickoff Saturday afternoon. Duncan Dogs at home tomorrow night against Jackson State. It's a 6.30 p.m. tip, Lady Texter's at 11 a.m. tomorrow against Central Baptist. Be back Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Bleed Tech Blue, Blue Radio next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you.
4: Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group Walpole Tire Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue Dairy Queen and Bienville Motors Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. the panthers defensive end brian
2: burns had a message for every other defensive lineman in the nfl coming off of what happened last week video that makes mac jones look horrible and it was horrible after a fumble mac jones we've seen the video now plenty of times he grabs defensive end brian burns holds on to his foot
5: and then twists and turns it uh as burns goes to the ground gets up grabbing
2: his ankle and right after the game burns said mac jones tried to injure me not cool and you see the video and certainly yes it looks awful for mac jones mac jones had his chance to apologize and talk about it he wouldn't so today brian burns had this message for the rest of the nfl and whatever teams face the patriots and mac
7: jones the rest of the way it would be nice to have an apology <laughs> nah. it would be nice to have an apology but uh I mean, it's not going to happen. And, um, I mean, however the NFL handles it, it's, it's on them. I would just like to play them again. And uh, I wish all my fellow uh, DN brothers happy hunting. that's all.
4: Doors open, boys. Let's go get them. Is that taunting? <laughs> this I, don't, is ta- I don't know. <laughs> no, he,
6: he didn't stare at the sideline while he was doing it, so there's no
4: taunting. Right? Or yeah, run to the end zone with his 10 teammates after an interception. in yeah, no, no the 40. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. But just no the, hey, go, he please go hurt this guy doesn't oh. quite
5: work for me. You just know. said happy <laughs> hunting.
4: To get the rest of what Jason Smith and Mike Harmon said, podcast it by searching The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And as always, you can hear The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: In regards to Odell Beckham Jr., there's a lot to it. No one knows if he's if he was coasting because he was pouting or if he's unable to actually function at a high level because he has sustained two season-ending injuries over, I think, what, the past four years? Like, this is a guy who's an elite wide receiver, but that was before... You know, he hurt himself in New York. That was before he hurt himself last year. But if you wanna tell me that you wanna go to a winner, and remember he left